<laughs> but but to connect connect but i'm recording i should record as well <laughs> i don't know about you guys but like we took one week off and i feel like i've never recorded a podcast before <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how that works yeah. i also i rearranged the shed um you can't tell because behind me is space but um <laughs> <laughs> that's but cool. I, like cleaned it up and i you know so how what I'm you're like, saying is it's more spacious it is <laughs> <laughs> but i'm sh- that's awesome. But uh, you know how I was recording with my mic on top of a bathroom sink? I don't know. It's with a kitchen sink on top of a bathroom sink. <laughs> yeah. Um, I installed yeah. the bathroom sink. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Nice. Now I'm just, my mic's just on top of like some some drawers. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not as exciting, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, I can't judge anyone. I record on uh, what meg uses to groom dogs so (laughs) (laughs) i can't even know i don't even know what it's called it's like a table that moves up and down it's like i don't know it's got a little lever that you use with your foot and then it raises and lowers it yeah then you can like strap the dog's head to it or whatever (laughs) yeah exactly it looks like a torture device like if you didn't know this is a grooming shed (laughs) you'd be real scared yeah or like some kind of like sex thing everywhere yeah maybe could be kinky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, where is my uh, what's that thing called? Google Docs. That that's the thing. Google Docs. I I know you guys probably didn't take any notes or like we. I don't think we made a note sheet for this. No. Um, but I uh, almost no. did a solo episode, and so I I wrote out stuff for that. So I'm trying to find that. Oh, you didn't end up recording that? No, since uh, since it was only going to be two more episodes and then a break, I did not. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. This episode ends with like a little uh, sting that says we won't be getting it till February, right? Yeah, I meant to look up February we win, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> February 12th, right? Something like that. I knew it's like the middle of February. I guess it gives us a chance to get out our last uh, few pre-recorded episodes, right? Maybe. Uh, we'll see how editing goes, but yeah, maybe, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Uh, okay, I found it. I, I wrote a lot, I think. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, yeah, you had theories. You had theories on what the DMA was. Oh, no, that was the previous episode. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> we should still talk about it, though. We already talked about it. I think it. we should start with that, honestly. Stormy weather? Start with what? Yeah. It was, a, pre- it was a previous episode that we've already recorded that had theories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, didn't you have thoughts on episode six? I did. Yeah, we're going to talk about episode six, too. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, We're all very uh, tired. Yes. <laughs> Except for MC. MC's probably very well rested. Yeah, I am actually at the moment. Yeah. I mean, just playing video games and sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, MC's not a dad yet. <laughs> just rub it in, MC. <laughs> 
too young for this trek. The final frontier. These are the voyages of... MC. Troy. And Eric. Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. Hello and welcome to Too Young for This Track, the podcast where we try to remember how to do a podcast because we took a week off. Um, I'm Tyler and I'm experiencing Star Trek for the first time. Um, Episode by episode. At phaser point. Completely random order. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's Eric. Hey! Glad to be back. Eric's seen Star Trek too many times. And uh, MC is also here, who has seen Star Trek enough times. Is that yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> I reckon enough. Uh, uh, I, I've done a complete watch through of, uh, let's see, uh, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager last year. Honestly, so... I feel like at this point, MC may have seen it more than I have with his rewatches recently. I know we were pretty neck and neck before, but... But you've been to the Star Trek experience a lot, right? So I feel like that gives you something. <laughs> I have, I have, yeah. yeah. I used to go one, at least once a year. Every time I, uh, yeah, visit my uh, my dad out west. Um, but yeah, today we're talking about Star Trek Discovery Season 4, Episodes 6 and 7. That's Stormy Weather and But to Connect. And... But, but. to Connect. Yes. To connect butts. Connect it's butts. Like, yeah. It's like it's like the human centipede. But just butt to butt. I'll poop in your butthole and then you will poop it back into my butt and we will keep doing it. Back. Back. And forth. And forth. With the same poop. Same poop. Forever. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad this episode wasn't that. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think if there was anything in this episode that would be kind of butt to butt. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like by the end of the episode, if for some reason... Uh, Book and Michael happened to need to share a bed. They would probably be sleeping butt to butt. I don't think there's going to be any cuddling. Maybe? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> with, with how the episodes ended. Yeah. Uh, so you guys want to start with episode six? I feel like that yeah. would make sense. <laughs> yeah, let's. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I did not get a chance to rewatch episode six. Uh, I don't know if you guys have watched it more recently, but I, I thought this was a great episode. It was. My, it's probably my favorite episode of Discovery. Mm, it's. It's. I okay, s- It's top two. It's between this yeah. and um the 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 one uh, season one episode with the time loops. That's my favorite episode for yes, sure. These two. Yeah. That was a great episode. Uh, this was really, really solid, though. Definitely up there. Um, this was, I think, as close as we will ever get to a Discovery Bottle episode. Because you know what? You're you're right. 
I yeah. think this is the closest we'll yeah. ever get. <laughs> it, it's like all on the ship, outside of the ship, is literally nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, there's a yeah. couple of scenes back at like uh, Starfleet's like base, but those are probably sets we've seen before. I don't know. Uh, lots of special effects. But <laughs> that's that's such a good point, though. Yeah, like. Um... Yeah, I, I I would cl- I would definitely classify this as a bottle episode overall. And you know who's not here to de- defute that? <laughs> <laughs> Troy, uh, who hasn't seen the last six episodes? Is it? No, no, he's only behind three. Okay, because let's see, this is seven. He hasn't seen seven, Shame. six, or five because he was on episode four. Shame. At this point, Zach has been on the podcast more than Troy for the season of discovery <laughs> so that's true yeah is zach our new co-host <laughs> <laughs> we can occasionally trade out co-hosts it's cool <laughs> yeah troy will probably be back soon right i'm sure he will <laughs> the holidays are to be fair the holidays can yeah. be a little crazy for and, anyone <laughs> and discovery does yeah. not care with the release schedule because like they <laughs> could have did this shit. mid-season finale before the holidays but they're like no Aren't they coming back like on February twelfth? So they're coming back, back just for in Valentine's time. Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, to fuck but... around with our holiday schedule. <laughs> yeah, our spouses um, are going to be pissed. Yeah, they're going to just have to wait. We got important nerd shit to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... I hope I hope they don't listen to this episode. Oh, uh, my Mike's wife will never me. listen to this podcast ever. Um, <laughs> Meg, I found out recently that Meg's been listening to these episodes without me. Like occasionally I'll be like, hey, you should listen to this one and listen in the car while we're doing errands or whatever. Uh-huh. But it turns out that she's actually been listening the entire time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned something the other day, like Star Trek related. And she's like, oh, yeah, you guys were talking about that on the podcast. So I was like, oh, Yep. Eric's always recording and Max always listening. <laughs> Max always listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, um so yeah, we're, what do we want to talk about this episode? Um I love the concept of it. Like the fact that they couldn't sense anything outside of the ship. So mm-hmm. they were completely like it was such a weird situation that I don't think we've ever seen before. We might have seen things similar, but not like this. And the fact that, like, there was something out there eating away, like, just kind of, like, closing in on them, I thought that was a really cool concept. It was yeah. terrifying. And then there's the whole thing where, like, uh, Zora, the ship, is, like, she is terrified. <laughs> yeah. So she, that... She's terrified, but the the fact that she randomly has emotions and is acting illogically because of them. I thought that was equally terrifying <laughs> and I'm totally on Stamets side here. Like, you know, I was raised on all those eighties movies about robo apocalypses. So I am a little, you know, uh, I don't know about this. Yeah. I, uh, we're, that's given ahead to the next episode, but I really I know, like how that was resolved. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. yeah it was the, good. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think one of my favorite things about this episode is that Gray finally did something. Like yeah, Gray was very did. important for the episode. He did. Oh, sorry, he did. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, yeah. Gray was awesome in this episode. Yeah, I, I thought it was really cool how he was like both being caring towards Zora and also like strategically asking questions to uh like kind of figure out a, her like mental state. 
Yeah. Yeah. In the game. Cool. Yeah, yeah. To calm like her down. The... Exactly. Yeah, it was um, well done. I remember there were like some complaints about there's that scene where uh, someone gets sucked out into space. Do you remember I, that? I thought that was well done. Like I get it was for dramatic effect. It was definitely like a red shirt moment, but I, yeah, because you know, like, could have uh, instead of putting the shield up behind him, she could have put it up like outside of the ship to catch him and create a seal. Yeah, I don't but, know. But I think she was too scatterbrained at the moment, so I, I it think it be. worked. <laughs> and see, that's kind of what's kind of weird about it, like. I don't know. I feel like even an AI with emotions should still be effective at certain things, you know? Yeah, well, I think the issue she was experiencing was sensory overload because Mm. she has eyes everywhere. I guess that would make sense, yeah. But also, it seems like she's kind of like in a sensory deprivation type deal. All of her Mm. eyes are pointing inwards because she can't see anything outside because it's dark that's a good point yeah that actually kind of adds a whole other layer to this episode it's like she's alone with her thoughts yeah (laughs) 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 i I feel like there's probably like some kind of like lockdown covid metaphor in there somewhere oh for sure yeah yeah Yeah, Uh, the the ship's computer had an existential crisis that's like the basic plot of this episode and uh, yeah but somehow it. it works like yeah yeah like I, I can totally see when we go to read the like number one IMDb, IMDb viewer <laughs> review, like they're going to be like, I can't believe how whiny the computer, the like ship's computer is and like had a mental breakdown. Like, yeah. Editor's note. We totally forgot to do this segment. So here it is. The top user review for stormy weather on IMDb title again not really star trek review at least three characters bring up their childhood stories the computer yes the machine has problems with its emotions the computer is afraid and lacks confidence this episode looks like a melodrama rather than science fiction or star trek pathetic score three out of ten thanks user bikeman eric for your contribution to society now back to the show Believe uh, it or not, I read like right after this episode, I started reading reviews on um well, it was I started reading posts on one of the Star Trek groups I'm in on Facebook, and there was like just like all of these trolls coming out of the woodwork about this episode specifically, and I was like, what was it about this one? Like, why now are you jumping ship? I thought this was one of the best episodes we've had in a long time. Yeah. So I guess I watched great. a totally different episode <laughs> from these guys. I don't know what they were complaining about. <laughs> uh, maybe that uh, they didn't like uh, the depiction of book get going insane. I I really like the book stuff. Um, yeah. The book stuff was good. The book yeah. stuff's always Weird, good, but it, I, it, because the whole uh, thing is, is he's trying to jump the ship out of this uh, mm-hmm. anomaly or whatever, uh, of this event horizon or whatever they're in, and it like overstimulates his like telepathy stuff. His um, whatever he does with plants 
<laughs> not, not plants. <laughs> makes it sound nasty whatever he yeah. does with plants he'd be off them fucking them plants yeah. where, where he can like influence animals and stuff like yeah he can read their feelings or whatever like and then he starts seeing his dad uh, I, I i didn't get the correlation between those two things but i i, yeah, I, I kind of uh, like, they explained it but name. i don't remember uh, yeah I kind of um, liked the dad bit. Like, it wasn't like an actual ghost dad. Like, he was hallucinating it, and it was like his fears coming to fruition. Um, but yeah. I thought they handled it pretty well. Yeah. Okay, I could just read you guys stuff. what I had written for this in my long notes for doing a solo episode. Because <laughs> sure, I, I, yeah. I can either to read this. this to myself and then diffuse the information, or I could just read exactly what I wrote. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear okay, it. So I wrote... Uh, Put what... in the music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else happened? Oh, yeah. Uh, Book worked through his daddy issues, and we learned his given name was Turex, which we may have already known, but I just forgot about. Um, so yeah, Book gets shocked trying to use the spore drive inside the rift, and it causes him to either hallucinate or straight up see his dead father. It's not 100% certain which is true, but probably the first one. Uh, normally I use daddy issues as a like condescending term when referring to Tom Paris, but because his issues <laughs> just come off as being whiny, uh, like he wants to impress his dad, but he's also a 30 year old man who just needs to step up and take responsibility <laughs> for his own life and stop blaming his dad. Uh, meanwhile, books, daddy issues are like multidimensional and actually relatable. Yeah. Essentially him and his dad have like different ideologies, which divided them, but like you see like books, yeah. a vegetarian and his dad's like meat and potato sort of guy or yeah. like another example and not to get political or anything but it's like book's dad is a total maga and um book it just thinks that billionaires <laughs> should probably pay like their fair share of taxes um but really what That's really awesome. sells the relationship for me is that it's not completely black and white book's dad says he only hunted the sacred animals because the emerald chain made him do it to protect book and the rest of his family which makes it harder to straight up hate him also yeah. book reflects on seeing shades of his father's hatred within himself yeah yeah it's deep yeah. stuff and it is very relatable especially yeah like yeah. you said with all the political stuff and family <laughs> and then uh book and saru have like a conversation afterwards which i totally forgot about until i'm reading my notes <laughs> and uh book wants to like destroy all of those like feelings of hatred within himself and saru mm. kind of tells him you know like they're totally justified feelings like you can't get rid of them and you shouldn't feel bad for filling them but you also shouldn't make them like your main driving force or like just like your perspective because he talks about how uh the Bayul used to like destroy like decimated his family it killed like his father grandparents everything and now he sits on a council with them that makes sense yeah 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 i, I thought that was really good complicated yeah this episode was directed by Jonathan Frakes. I didn't know that. Oh, until I did not know that. Yeah. And it actually, I was like, oh, that's why this episode was awesome. <laughs> yeah, you did a good job. It's <laughs> such a good he's, episode. Yeah. He's, he's great at character moments, and he's great at tension. And he does both of those so well in this one. Yeah, like at the end of the episode, when um, Michael's like going down with a ship or whatever, yes um I, I i thought there was a chance she could die i'm like there's no way they're same. gonna kill her but then i'm like they could kill her 
That would be crazy, like, right? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it? Like, it would be the discovery thing to do at this point, because they've killed off, like, every other captain, you know? Yeah, and they totally could have brought her back, um, since there's, like, talk of, like, another universe and stuff, so yeah. <laughs> they could have killed her. <laughs> they could have brought in the Kelvin-verse of, uh, of Michael. Uh, Michael. Yeah. I wonder how different she would be. <laughs> <laughs> would she still be in the future? I don't know. Oh, <gasps> probably not. She'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. It depends on how like these universes work. Maybe their timeline is a little slower. You know, maybe time flows differently there. So maybe not as much time has passed. <laughs> It'd be a weird concept. Um, so I did have a question about this episode. So they hide in the pattern buffer. I don't know what yes. that is. Is that related <sighs> to like the episode of Catwalk when they hid in the Catwalk? No, okay, <laughs> not really. Um, there, there's actually a few really key episodes that you haven't seen yet that deal with that concept. Yeah. I'm not sure if I should get into too much about it. What do you think, MC? Uh, essentially uh teleportation isn't instantaneous it's that there's a buffer there Mm -hmm. to like hold the pattern of someone's genetic code essentially what that person was at that point in time so the that can be perfectly recreated elsewhere it's it's like almost like a redundancy isn't it yeah they have yeah it's it's weird because so, there's a lot of plot it creates a lot of plot holes <laughs> if you really think about it you know because like if they could just have all that data stored of the person couldn't they bring them back if they died on an away mission for instance you know <laughs> yeah well presumably they need to get the matter from somewhere i guess i don't know yeah because like i i guess what they like transport they like turn them into energy and then they turn that energy yeah. back into matter but then couldn't they just like use energy <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah like <laughs> to make a person i i've I always know. kind of wondered about that and i guess the the real answer is the writers don't even know because the technology hasn't been invented yet <laughs> so we're not really sure how it yeah. works but um yeah i so basically yeah they were turned into energy and stored in the ship's computer banks while it was undergoing this uh really dangerous journey weird um yeah yeah but it was kind of a cool concept like it it was like of course you know they had to have at least one person still on the bridge but everyone else was uh i don't even know how to word it you know (laughs) in a different state of matter sorry i'm just looking at my notes i'm like what what else did i have (laughs) i had thoughts about this episode i love this episode so much so i was kind of bummed like this was the one we skipped i was like "Eh, why don't you guys want to record on christmas (laughs) come on (laughs) i was Um, tempted to because it yeah yeah, it was really i was after watching i was like come on that's why i wrote out like a script then i was going to record a solo episode and then we found out that there were only two episodes and i'm like i guess i'll wait (laughs) <laughs> yeah understandable um, so i have a couple of random one-off thoughts on this episode there was uh stamus had a line in here where he was like i don't know what he was referring to but he says uh like a live electrical wire if we still used wires that is and it reminded me of uh in the flashback episode of voyager 
yeah when, uh, sulu tells uh tuvok something about like lighting a match in gasoline and tuvok's like what is gasoline <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Saru. You would gave... think you'd be confused mm-hmm. about the match part. Now that I think about it, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I, I mean, matches might be around for quite some time. It's an effective way to light a fire. True, but yeah, maybe they're just hinting that Vulcans never had a petroleum phase. You know. Maybe they Maybe. just didn't need it. I don't know. Uh, then Saru gave like a really good speech in this episode where he says, the uncertainty we are facing is deeply unsettling, but I believe we can meet this moment and do what needs to be mm. done now. Let's do what we can do. And yeah, that feels like a thing that a really good president would say in the, like, the current situation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, for president yeah, 2024. Saru for president. Yeah. Let's make those uh, buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on a shirt. Um, and then I had another thought where I was like, there's this one line that Zora says, and she's just like, there are parts of me, I can feel them dying. And it's just like, relatable. <laughs> <laughs> For real. And um, uh, last thing. Talk about getting older. <laughs> yeah uh last thing is i was like when i heard before watching the season when i heard they're doing a season that was going to be like covid inspired i'm just like eh, can't we just not like i don't but they handled it so well yeah well like here like here's it's the thing like me. my wife watches a lot of medical tv shows and like uh... some of them just like I, I don't know if they're still doing it, but like the first season post COVID, they're like it's it's COVID, and it's like every episode <laughs> yeah. is people dying and it's sad, and yeah. I just don't. Sometimes you just don't want to think about it. Um, sure. Yeah. Of course. But so I was like really against it from that perspective of them doing like an episode, but they're doing or like a season, but they're mm-hmm. doing it so well. Like it's like not heavily you know it's not like ham-fisted it's like you think about it and it's like in your face it's not a virus you know it's It's not like a space virus it's (laughs) yeah yeah. which they've done which we've watched those episodes (laughs) but yeah no I, i like that it's talking more about like the societal impacts you know yeah and like the divisions between people and things like that, which is yeah, and they're they're really focusing on um like uh, characters and their relationships, and everyone seems to be leaving the show. <laughs> like yeah. it, this kind of seems like it could be a series finale if they wanted it to be, because every episode it, someone's like, "I'm gonna go do this other thing." You know, it feels like they're maybe heading that direction. Um. I don't want to get too far into speculation with this, but they, so they, um, when they announced season three, they said they were doing three and four. And I thought that was kind of odd, but it could be because they were like planning an end game for this show since they had so many other shows on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they just plan this to be like a really great final season, you know? Maybe. I, I guess we'll see. I don't yeah, know, but don't know. Um, that could be why we didn't get all the episode names ahead of time. That could be why they didn't like give us a lot of announcements ahead of time on 
how many more episodes there were to go. So yeah, yeah, I kind of hope not because I think the show's going great. <laughs> I think it gets better every season. You know, but I don't know if it gets better every season. Well, but <laughs> yeah, that might be kind of. <laughs> well, this season's been good, and yeah. season three was good until it wasn't. So true. We'll yeah. see where we get. Um, do you guys have any other thoughts about this episode before we move on to the next one? Uh, oh, oh, uh, the dot. The, mm-hmm. They sent out a dot into the abyss and it was screaming as yeah. it died. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That was that one was of the darkest up. moments uh, this season, but I actually really liked it because I will say one of the things I like about Discovery that's kind of been missing this season is... It, it feels like it's at, at its best when they lean into the horror elements, which we don't always get a lot on Star Trek. But when it does those on Discovery, it does them really well. Um, I, I remember watching the episode and at that point of the episode, I was like, is this whole thing going to this whole episode going to take place on the bridge? Because up to that point, until the dot leaves, the whole episode is on the bridge. And I'm like, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> If it's just like them poking and prodding outside of the ship and like dealing with shit on the bridge. <laughs> yeah. And but. I know I was complaining about those flamethrowers on the bridge, uh, you know, a couple episodes back. I thought they used them extremely well this time when the whole <laughs> ship's like literally being eaten away when it's falling apart. It looked yeah. great. That was awesome. I like how they just mentioned, like, right at the end of the episode, oh, yeah, programmable matter, isn't it great? Just, like, nothing <laughs> happened. Yeah, <laughs> and you get to see the ship, like, completely torn to crap, uh, sitting there in the space dock, I guess, before they repair it. Uh, but it was pretty awesome. Yeah, and I guess, like, the important plot thing this episode was that they learned that uh, the creators of the... Uh, dma is that what it is <laughs> yeah the ndma <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, that uh, <laughs> uh they are from outside of the universe or outside of the galaxy not the universe galaxy so yeah, yeah. yes and i wanted to talk I, this is part of the reason i really wanted to record on christmas day to talk about this episode um when they said the was it the great barrier or the galactic barrier couldn't tell you (laughs) (laughs) mc do you remember what they said specifically i think they said the galactic barrier which i believe is the outer edge of the galaxy but when they said that i actually thought it was the great barrier which tyler has tyler's so fucking confused right now but the great barrier is like the inner part of the galaxy it's like the center of the galaxy right it's like between the quadrants. Uh, uh, sure. I know whichever one is correct. Presumably, if we can trust Doug, Doug corrected you in the Discord group earlier. He did. He did. Uh, I'm trying to find it. But, uh, well, I, you're confusing the Great Barrier with the Galactic <laughs> Barrier. I don't know which yes. one you said. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, whichever one they said <laughs> was the op. Whatever one they said in the episode was the opposite of the one I thought it was. Because I thought for a second that this was going to relate to something that happens in Star Trek V, which we haven't seen yet, but we will get to soon because reasons. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> did did that cross your mind at all, MC? When they were when they were talking about that? Uh no. Okay. Because <laughs> I, 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 I'm I, sad I, now. Uh, uh, I thanks for backing me. Kinda up, heard, uh, I I kind of heard them say like um. 
it came from outside yeah see i must have missed that yeah yeah i must have missed that line because like when we got to the seventh episode which we'll get to in a second that's when they mentioned you know they they started talking about like there this is like outside of our galaxy or whatever um so that completely shat on my theory uh but (laughs) i was really excited there for a second because i was like man that is like some deep cuts classic tos reference right there i like that in a way it is though because tyler take your headphones off for one second okay just one second The first episode, well, the first-ish episode of Star Trek, the original series, the, not the original pilot, not the cage, where no man has gone before, deals with the galactic barrier, does it not? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, they go to the edge of the galaxy. Anyways, yeah. you can do the headphone thing, let them know that you can come back. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Just, 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 uh, just, just listen, just edit this episode without listening to it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sometimes that happens. Sometimes I'll get through like three quarters of an episode and I'm like, I'm tired. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) outro music, uh, upload. We good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah. Are, Are we headed to the next episode? Sure. Is, yeah. Was it but to connect? To connect the butts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But to butt. Um Yeah, where you guys want to start this one? There was uh So the, okay, something about this episode confused me and I forgot what it was, but then I remembered. Um <laughs> this okay. is again you should join our Discord group. Go to probablywork.com backslash Discord and uh yeah we were talking to there and i was like immediately after watching this episode i'm like two things bothered me about this episode but i did not say what two things and um we talked about the first one in the group and then the second one (laughs) i could not remember what i was was. waiting i was on the edge of my seat dude i was like what was it what what was it (laughs) Uh, so what it was is when did they discover uh so they discovered that it came from outside of the um galaxy based on some energy or something they found inside of the the hole um that could only be found at whatever barrier you guys said um yes (laughs) but at the start of this episode they're like uh zora's like i've narrowed it down to 147 places that are like massive and then she just figures out where they came from and where did they get that information from because i I missed that. Uh, I don't know. She's just that good. I, I missed it. Somewhere. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dude, I, what if she it, pinpointed the wrong place and then they decided to go destroy it and then they attacked innocent people? Well, they're going, they're, they're going to go. Okay. Yeah. Because okay, she went by a hunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could be 140 one of 147 and then she just like hits random yeah <laughs> shrugs stamets is trying to rush her and she's like shit 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 because she's a computer <laughs> with emotions or whatever yeah so, that's a good point yeah um so yeah there's like two plots going in this one we've got the whole like diplomatic uh people voting on do we 
do we attack or do we do a peaceful approach? And then we've got uh, Stamets versus Zora, um, where Zora's like lock them out of the search results, <laughs> and uh, be- because she's worried about them and doesn't want them to get hurt. And Stamets is like, I, AIs, I've, I've I've dealt with an evil AI before. I'm not doing this shit. Mm-hmm. This is mm, no. <laughs> I don't want to get borged. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody else is like, man, you crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which, to be um, fair, like, things like this have been happening for like a while now. So, like, they've had time yeah. to warm up to it. There have been like a lot of like signs that, uh, mm-hmm. like Zora, th- this was not a surprise to anyone except for Stamets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I. I, for one, am happy that they're depicting an AI for once that isn't malicious. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Like, uh, that that's all I care about right now is, oh, yeah, finally, an ethical, moral uh, computer that's got an AI. Sweet. But, yes, this. Yep. Yeah. I. I, I thought the discovery of its dreams was a bit weird as well. Yeah. Also, like, none of the stuff was, like, dreams. They were memories, <laughs> the stuff that they showed. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like Zora had, like, made up things, you know? Like, I, I feel like they could have done some weird trippy shit, like... <laughs> I yeah. don't know, like the discovery just like flying with rainbow shooting out the nacelles or something. <laughs> like, is yeah. the ship uh, accidentally pees its pants at school? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, computer dreams oh, should be God. bizarre, you know? Like, but instead mm. they were just like audio visual clips, uh, you know? Eric would have been really into it if Zora would have had a sex dream. <laughs> with the enterprise <laughs> eric's already written it for himself like yeah check i barely out had to push picture, there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but seriously i did write an article about these sexiest nacelles which you should totally check out on probablywork.com yeah i i probably made like a short code for that but i can't remember what it would be it's probably like horny for nacelles. <laughs> It'd be probablywork.com slash Eric's horny. I don't know. Something something like that. Sexy nacelles? I don't know. Um, uh, I need to kill and bury that that trope. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we beat that joke to death. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> I... I <laughs> every time that comes up i just think of the dumbest most random thing there's um uh have you seen the dukes of hazard like movie like the remake movie oh yes. the remake i With think so but Johnny it's been Knoxville. a long yeah. time yeah one of it's them is talking time. about how much they love the car and <laughs> he's just like uh the other one's like man you really love that car don't you and he's like yeah i do and he's just like what you mean like just just like it's like an object that you like right and he's like no i want to fuck it (laughs) and that's just what i think about with you (laughs) (laughs) lean into it uh so in the dream sequence uh zora has a picture of trill 
And Gray's like, oh, Trill, I, I should really go do uh, that, that Trill stuff I was going to do, become a guardian or whatever. Yeah. And so yeah, that happens. Which... Like, I just thought it was funny how little push Gray needed to be like, gotta go now. I forgot all about Trill. Jesus. Space Which goes Jesus. back to... <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Which kind of goes back to my theory that this might be trying to wrap up everything nice and tidy, you know? Like, that's ah. something I wouldn't expect to happen for a few seasons. Like, draw that shit out. But, like, it seems like things are happening really fast for some I of these think characters. instead of that, there could be a time skip, maybe? I don't know. Again? No, no. Like, like a... <laughs> oh, them, you mean not like 900 years? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> I don't know, like, Gray's finished his training he and he's is. a guardian or something. Yeah. Oh, that would be interesting. I don't know. You think that would happen between season four and five, or do you think that's going to happen between now and February? <laughs> <laughs> between four and five. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Who, who knows? They could go to this other universe and leave all this shit behind. Um, that would be really interesting. Yeah, that would suck to, to me personally. I like, I like this time period, and then yeah, I, I'm excited. We still need that to find Ray's out what happened finally... to the Klingons. <laughs> Well, I'm excited that Gray's finally done something, but then now Gray's leaving. Um, so what was the yeah. whole point of Gray existing to begin with? I mean, I guess Gray had like a pretty big part in helping Zora find herself. So is that that's true. That's pretty important, I think. Yeah. Do you think they are kind of setting up Calypso? Wait, you watched that, right? Yeah, and that's gonna be coming out soon. That episode. Um, That's right. Yeah, it's going to come out after Caretaker Part Two, but it's going to be weird because we had not seen yeah. any of this season when we watched that. So, True. yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I remember we had lots of thoughts on it, mm-hmm. and I feel like they're kind of laying the groundwork for that now. I feel like every step they take takes them further away from that future, which makes me wonder mm-hmm. if there is like it's in a different universe since they're introducing like a multiverse that could have been the kelvin verse it could have been that could have been zora in the kelvin verse or the mirror universe no no not the mirror maybe it was zora in a universe where they didn't time travel or time travel went wrong well i was just thinking because uh zora doesn't get uh, the ship doesn't get upgraded because it's the original Discovery. Yeah, it's the old school Discovery. And the entire crew is presumably dead and or abandoned the ship. So, like, maybe they all died because of control. And then something that else killed control. could be. So, yeah. Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I'm trying to think of anything else interesting along the the that path we're going down with the whole zora storyline um so kovich he just seems inherently evil but (laughs) all of his actions are good so far but still every time he does something i'm like this motherfucker right here like (laughs) up to something yeah what is is he scheming yeah but he's such a nice dude in a way (laughs) Is it because we're conditioned 
as people to think that white guys are evil age. you're right <laughs> well, white, white guys in black clothing are evil guys i mean where's the fucking suit and tie in star trek yeah i think it yeah. could be the glasses and he's also he's pretty like cold speaking yeah and he's very blunt yeah and he's like three steps ahead of everyone he does he does read like a bond villain to me but I'm hoping that's not the case. It seems like they're kind of subverting expectations here, so I hope they continue to so, do that. Yeah. We got a bit of what he has a degree in and that he is a doctor. Yes. So now we know um he's into cognitive science. Which is, is really they... cool. Something with yeah. AIs, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, AIs are like old hats of them at this point, it seems. And he was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Like, he seemed like genuinely interested, but not like flabbergasted. Like, how did how how did this ship gain sentience? You know, like he wasn't freaking out about it. He's like, yeah, yeah, it happened. And then, like Stamets is like, <laughs> tr- like Zora, play some music. And he's like, everybody, group hug, get in here so we can whisper, whisper. And <laughs> he calls him out right away, like throws yeah, him like, under that bus. <laughs> Saru and Kovic are like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, this whole yeah. this whole scene was great mm-hmm. between all of them. Um, it was really clever. Like like MC was saying, it was nice to see oh this this ai isn't like automatically evil you know it's like we have to like help it overcome its own um baggage you know yeah which is cool and then she gets like a therapy session yeah (laughs) that that was interesting that was kind of dark yeah Although Walt Millennial wouldn't also uh, just yeah. be like, "Yeah, here's my kill switch." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah mm. it's on the table. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, I oh yeah, the other thing with Kovic where, uh, he like asks Stamets, you know, like how he feels about it now, and then Stamets is, you know, it's like. But she joined Starfleet and all that, and that's pretty cool. And then that um, was cool. I, what's her uniform going to look like? But we'll come back to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Does she get like a giant com badge? How many pips she get? Whole... Yeah. <laughs> is she an ensign? Is the ship an ensign? I'm um, wondering if they're going to do like a holographic projection uh, of her. Uh, no, I think that would be her, the way to do it. Does she have to go to the specialist. academy? Uh, you're right. Hmm. That's right. So you don't think she has to go to the academy? No. She's not going to be in Tilly's class? She's a specialist. Yeah. Maybe no. they just like download like a training program. Maybe she has to like live through a Kobayashi Maru like in her memory banks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I was going somewhere and I forgot. Um, <laughs> it happens. Uh, what was it? It was, um, oh, where uh, Stamus is like, were you really going to terminate her if I said I didn't trust her or whatever? And Kovic is like, no, it's going to get you reassigned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good response. Yeah. I liked it. And that's when I was like, why do I keep thinking this guy's evil? <laughs> <laughs> he clearly is not. He, all Unless... of his actions have been helping everyone. Yeah, you're right. Unless you're right. he made the MDMA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I kind of hope not. 
No, there's um, no way. Yeah. But maybe. So, speaking of the the DNA, the, what is it called? <laughs> the DNA. M- DMA, M- isn't it? DMA, yes. I forgot so, what it stands for at this point. The So there's the 10 Dark C's. matter anomaly, that's it. So DMA. Yeah. There's the 10 C's and the DMA. They're not one and the same. At one point, I thought the 10 C's or the, the 10 C was the DMA. I thought it was one and the same, but they're different. The 10 C's made a device. It. Yeah, that makes They created a device this. that created it. But and they do... don't know if they're malevolent. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they, they just, could have they made this know. thing that's like supposed to be exploring the universe, but it's exploring the universe like a wrecking ball. And yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I kind of like that concept. And, you know. But also, we'll there could I just ho- be some dicks. I don't know. <laughs> Book seems to think so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's go back to the start of that scene. So, we see a lot of aliens there, which is pretty cool. I don't really recognize any of them. Um, I don't know I if you I guys stood out. Yeah, there was some really cool callbacks to, like, older species we've seen we also got the butterfly people represented yep. which was cool represent um, yeah we <laughs> we got <laughs> we got an appearance of morn's species from ds9 morn. i know we almost said that when um never mind there's no quarks <laughs> bar in this episode no uh but we also got uh some morn. ferengi <laughs> there is an orion uh i think a it looked like there was like a Romulan. I like maybe there's like a different sect of Romulans that didn't join Navarre. I'm kind of curious about that because like it looked like it was old school Romulan uniform kind of, but maybe I just saw it wrong. Maybe there was just more Navarran representatives there. Yeah, I think there maybe because there's multiple factions on Navarre, and I That's think right. maybe they had a representative from each or something because that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this whole scene I thought was cool. The actual set design was awesome. Like the, the multiple levels, like it, yeah. it was huge. It oh yeah. Earth was there too. Yeah, yeah. They had representatives of earth. And you know what earth is like? Earth is like, shoot them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have guns for a reason. Yeah. They Brexited for a reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of species there that I also recognized that uh, we can't talk about yet uh, because yeah. Tyler hasn't seen them. That's right. But there is definitely an insect like creature <gasps> there. For, uh, well, we can say which series they're from, right? Yes. Enterprise? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. I wasn't sure if I saw that right, but yeah, I think I know what you're yeah, talking about. No, you you did, yeah. That was cool. That was cool. But yeah, so we basically got like a really good TNG episode out of this one. Like it was a diplomatic it was a diplomatic affair, basically, you know? They were yeah. arguing morality and shit. Like this is good stuff. <laughs> And the stakes couldn't be higher too, so I, I I really appreciated that. Yeah, except for then two people ignore what the majority <laughs> voted for and is gonna go do what they wanted anyway. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um. And one of them actually has an escape plan. 
Yeah. So should we get into that? Uh, yeah. So one thing about Tarka, real quick. Do sure, you, Grandma Tarkin. <laughs> do you feel like he would be more interesting if he was Aurelio? You know, the guy from the previous season. Like if they just had him stick around and he he do the same things because. I like him, but I just feel like they shelved Aurelio when he could have been a cool character. And maybe he'll come back, but... Was he the guy in the chair? Yeah. He was yeah. the scientist from the end of it that, like... And he's he got name-dropped, like, an episode or two back when Tarka first showed up. Yeah. So they've and been working together. Again, again in this episode. Yeah. Uh, because when he's putting in the uh, spore drive, he's like, I really got to tell Aurelio to make come up with a better name. Mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh oh yeah it's 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 confirmed that he was um a prisoner alongside aurelio um so yeah he was not plugged into the matrix he just has a scar from his bomb necklace or whatever yeah and yeah. uh book got his taken away but not tarka tarka wants the memory to like drive him or whatever yeah i thought that was kind of interesting um yeah. Felt like Book may have been a little out of character this time around, because he was pretty quick to be like to disagree with Michael without discussing it behind the scenes first, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It, there was like some drama yeah, between felt them, like, wasn't there? Yeah, I felt like it was weird because he just in the previous episode had this thing uh, where he didn't want to be his dad. But yeah. then he lets his hatred fuel him or whatever. Boil over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like prior to this, like he had kind of made some really great progress in overcoming his grief, right? Yeah. So it just felt kind of weird, but. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, maybe I guess. He, maybe his species just experiences like the five stages of grief differently. Maybe <laughs> anger um... comes last. <laughs> yeah. It, it really, it really feels like he took. Uh, two steps forward and one step back in yeah. this episode. Yeah, I but feel yeah. like maybe yeah. if they would have had uh, the DMA destroy like one more planet or like you mm, know yeah. damage one at the start of this episode or even just like talk about it, I feel like it would be a little more justified for him to be like, we really have to get on top of this. You know? Yeah, that's a good point because we've only seen like on screen like three incidents. I want to say. I can only think of two. There was like well, there was uh, the space station. Oh yeah, I was thinking of beginning. that as like the same one, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, okay, yeah, and then yeah, you're right. The planet got destroyed, obviously, and then uh, yeah, then the, the space colony, the prison. prison thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got launched into a star, which was cool. Um, yeah, not cool. for that one guy that died. But, <laughs> I mean, that was, <laughs> and ago, if but... there was any like uh, you know life like animals they they did not oh, give a fuck about them animals point. they did um yeah. <laughs> poor, those poor robot uh scorpions or whatever they were yeah, Crabs. yeah <laughs> the, the beetles yeah <laughs> uh at the start of this episode there was a fun scene where um michael's playing with grudge that's right yeah yeah oh hey what do you think hmm okay i'm starting to think that this is more 
in line with his character considering he has a cat named grudge and he has said he's holding a grudge before like maybe he is kind of petty <laughs> could be, could yeah. Be. yeah um how did you feel about him leaving grudge with michael at the end because that's kind of out of character for him too right like he takes grudge on suicide missions you yeah. know in previous episodes and this so, time he's like watch my cat please yeah and does he plan on dying because i don't think there's like i mean i guess he doesn't want grudge to be um an enemy of the state <laughs> uh, yeah doesn't want uh, another rap sheet i don't know could be uh i think maybe that's the other idea like if he does succeed mm. he's going to have to answer for it whereas uh taka has oh, like i point. said before an escape plan he plans to bugger off to a new universe could it be that book knows he might end up in that other universe with him like is that maybe and there's a possibility that they don't have cat food there so yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know like if he does make it there which i kind of feel like is possible i could i i feel like there's going to be the possibility or at least he's going to be faced with the decision of do i go to this universe where my planet's not destroyed or do i stay Mm -hmm. here um (gasps) at some point oh man that is a good point i didn't even think i didn't even consider that oh man that's yeah that's got to come up at this point right like that's got to come up they totally think so i think i asked you all right, so I got to ask: Do you guys think which which universe do you th- do you think he's from? Tarka. Uh, Tarka is from the universe they're in currently, right? Like he, yeah, he what? just wants, yeah, he just he's yeah. I thought he said that. I no, they hinted at no, no, his no. friend found it... a universe where essentially nothing bad has ever happened. <laughs> Oh, that is not the Kelvin universe. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. No, I, at least uh, the state at the current time, I guess, is oh, There was, like, no burn. There wasn't uh, a burn. The Federation, yeah, the Federation's still, like, healthy and going. See, for like, all we know, uh, that I, could be the Kelvin universe. I mean, it started out a little darker, but maybe it got brighter as time went on, you yeah, know? Yeah, I mean, it could be the future of the Kelvin universe, and then, like, maybe those movies that they're going to make are future Kelvin-verse movies. That'd be cool, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it... I don't know. I think it could just be a different universe we've never seen before. We know it's not the Mirror Universe, because he, like, specifically says it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he, yeah, said, like, he said something like there's other universes dude <laughs> yeah he's like there's like an infinite or like, there's there's like a whole lot like we could we counted to 151 and they were like that's more poke the more than there are pokemon like we can't go that high <laughs> god how many pokemon the do you think there are how many pokemon do you think there are at this point in time in the star trek universe there's gonna be so oh, many. Oh, in, in, in the Star Trek. Oh, they, they, so they're already up to what? Uh, a, thousand a thousand and something. something. Are they really? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was more like four hundred. <laughs> no, I'm so it's behind like the times. I feel so old. Uh, I guess that and makes sense. It's been going since what? Uh, 1998. 98. Yeah. Uh, well, the games. Uh, yeah. The card Roughly. game was before that it was like 96 or something no the uh the so, first thing was the game boy game which was in 98 
Oh, yeah. okay. At least was in the states. I thought. I don't know if I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of came out in '97, the game in Japan, but I think it was '98 also. Okay. But no, the game was first. Well, yeah. Yeah, and then we got um just iterations of that, so it's it, it's like every three <laughs> or four years they make a hundred or so more, hundred and fifty more. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if Pokemon would be sustainable for that long, like. How I mean, many times can they remake Pokemon Yellow or Red, whatever? How many times? Well, once you have actual <laughs> aliens, like other actual species to discover, like that, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, well, when you have other aliens, you can go, then go to alien planets and be like, here's Pokemon. <laughs> and when they're like, that's second oh, contact. Cool. We'll make our own one. Yeah. <laughs> second contact. Oh, you mean we can connect these together with a cable and trade? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Physical yeah. cable. That's what Stamets meant when he was like, if we used wires, yeah, we could trade Pokemon, but we don't use wires, so we can't. <laughs> um, Yep. What were we so talking about? So the only about? reason we haven't actually <laughs> seen Pokemon in Star Trek is probably because of the IP. It's like a rights issue, I assume. Yeah, Nintendo's like notoriously like <laughs> yeah. pretty stingy with their shit. Um, For real. I, Nintendo... I, I seriously don't know how we got here. Well, okay, Nintendo I'm probably took over Earth, we and that's why about. Earth like separated from the Federation. Did you know like... that Nintendo started out having whorehouses? That's a ter- that's not the term I should use. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> prostitution houses or whatever they, yeah. Well, they started as like a gambling company, right? Like they yep. made cards and stuff. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. I think it was actually like sex hotels is what they had. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> 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 yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, uh, let's see. Star Trek Discovery. Do you think in um, <laughs> in the universe that uh, Tarka is going to Nintendo did or did not have prostitutes? <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. They still do. They still do. Oh man, I, I'm just thinking now. Like you remember the Genesis logo, uh, the Genesis uh, like. Their their thing, their phrase, their big selling point was Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Yes. What do you think exactly that Nintendo won't do? That. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Crack cocaine. Oh, no. I was thinking Did... like, sexually. Um, oh. <laughs> Nintendo won't go there, but Sega? Mm. <laughs> Sega has no boundaries. Um. <laughs> where were I thought we? you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say like Sega started out as like a like a drug operation or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I was just thinking like you know you ask Nintendo's prostitute like to do like something and they're like no we don't do that here and then Sega's just like we we do that all the time like <laughs> yeah. oh man no um you can pee on me it's what Sega doesn't have a safe word oh, <laughs> uh so so anyways um <sighs> book and tarnak tarnak cart karnak grandma tarnak <laughs> <laughs> okay so tarka yeah i don't know like i don't really understand tarka's plan here like 
it sounds like a really bad idea. Tarka seems um, like he doesn't care what happens because he's not going to be in this universe anymore. Yeah, so why would whole... Book? Why would Book agree with him? He... I... Because he wants revenge for his planet. Well, Book thinks that the best He's thing they can do is destroy logically. this thing yeah. so that it can't destroy anything else. But by destroying it, you destroy subspace or something like that. And... <gasps> That's the thing I wanted to talk about. I forgot to take notes earlier. That's the thing I wanted to talk about. We could be seeing something a lot like the burn again if if his plan succeeds. Is that what he's saying? Uh, yeah, possibly. because uh, you wouldn't be able to do yeah warp through those sectors because yeah. you couldn't access subspace in that way. Yeah, you'd have to take remember, a detour. After uh, Enterprise, there was like this big long hiatus on Star Trek, but there was a lot of rumors going around for a while there that there would be a new series that took place further in the future where something like this happened, where like subspace, subspace itself was partially destroyed, which I always thought was kind of a cool concept, like where ships had to like kind of navigate around these like almost black holes, you know, like where like subspace didn't work, you know? Yeah. And I thought that would have been kind of interesting, but because we had the burn last season, it feels like, I, I don't want to see that happen. <laughs> you know, like we already we already had that last season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And plus um, it's kind of negated by the fact that Discovery itself has a spore drive, so And they've just invented the mini spore drive which you can just sort of plug into <laughs> anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems kinda dangerous. But I guess it still needs a pilot True. and there aren't that many or a navigator, I think no. is what they call them. But, navigator. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's kind of weird at this conference that they just let anyone speak whenever they want. <laughs> yeah, that, there's like no protocol whatsoever. Yeah, Tarka's just like... It's like a podcast. I have <laughs> the answer that you need. I say we just blow the shit up with illegal weapons. It's cool. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then people That's start voting exactly on it. exactly what he says. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. It's yeah. crazy. Tarka's uh, like, you gotta, know, you gotta know your time. Yeah. Illegal weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was still a good episode, but it was a little contrived that whole plot. Uh, I don't know. It works for me. That was the so yeah. the uh my I, I said I had two things that confused and or bothered me about the episode, and the other one sure. made sense the more I thought about it. And okay. initially, I was like, so why? Why do we decide that there? It's a binary option. We either do this peacefully or we try and blow up the dma like why can't we say like let's try the peaceful thing and then we have like another yeah we we have like another spore thing like that we can use if like say like discovery goes to do like the mission and then they don't Mm -hmm. come back in like 10 days or something then we just do the other thing but the thing is blow them to hell yeah the only person that knows we have a working another working spore drive is tarka and he doesn't want to do the peaceful thing because he really wants the energy source so he doesn't tell anyone that except for i guess a radio theoretically knows like yeah yeah. maybe he'll come back on the next episode maybe help them out maybe he'll invent the navigation device rather than taka yeah oh difficult because taka wants to run off 
and you know do illegal shit yeah yeah so they've basically explained that the dma was created by these beings outside of our galaxy right yep yeah do you think we're gonna i guess i guess that's where it's heading right we're gonna see this other galaxy yeah, that's what Presumably. you think. Probably. But do you remember when uh in Picard there were these uh, mm. uh yeah, the these robots, the, these robots that want to destroy everything and then always saw our tentacles. Were they from another galaxy or were they from another reality? I th- think they were from another galaxy. Hmm. Or they were Maybe like they I don't be. think they were from another reality. They were just far away. Um, I mean, it could be them, yeah. but that's not what I was talking about. I was just talking about like we're they're yeah, like we're gonna see them, we're gonna see them, and then we see a tentacle, and then we we see nothing else. <laughs> I could see the same thing happening here. God, I hope not. I well, hope not. Yeah, I I would like to actually see them. I think that'd be cool. You know, there's an opportunity to really do something way different from what we've seen before in Star Trek. You know? Yeah. They could just be a guy with a banjo. <laughs> yeah, they could pull that again. They could pull that again. <laughs> that would be the Star Trek <laughs> thing to do. Corn? You get your corn? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, maybe we'll get to the next episode and they're like, oh, they, they ran up out of budget on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It, they, go, they all go horseback riding somewhere in the Midwest, I, you know? <laughs> I mean... There's a way that we think about alien beings. Mm-hmm. Like, they're very much humanoid. Oh, especially in Star Trek, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, up until recently, really, they've been, like, mm-hmm. fairly humanoid alien-looking creatures. Like, even the xenomorph is bipedal. That's true. Like, That's a good point. It, it, it's very weird to think of, like outside of like not only our like yeah, biology solar system but our galaxy completely what could something like that look like yeah i, I think I, star, I do... star wars does a better job with making weird non-bipedal things because they'll have like slug True. people and then they'll just have like a blob mm. yeah and, yeah <laughs> i think um what is it um the movie Independence Day, I think, did a great job with aliens because they're very alien. Like, they do not look human at all. Well, the big armored things don't look human at all. Would you guys... Well, like the tentacles and stuff? Like the black yeah. eyes? Like the insect-looking eyes? Oh, Would you creepy. be surprised if I said I'd never seen Independence Day? I guess at this uh, point, no. no. <laughs> we should probably watch that for the Patreon, though. Yeah, we can put it on the list. But, but slowly, our Patreon's becoming my other podcast um, that I haven't done in a while. <laughs> um, yeah, so you th- you guys think that Michael and Book are through? I hope not. I like he said them. he loves her. Uh, so yeah, yeah, just going through a rough patch. I mean, Michael went should went to prison that one time, and <laughs> now she's the captain in the far distant future. So, uh, and has somehow influenced like Earth's government or something that came up. So, and, and, and Navarre, yeah, 
Oh she yeah, she's she, like literally she's... the linchpin between the Federation and Navarre. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, not she is the most successful criminal prisoner, whatever that we see. Like she really blows uh, uh, Tom Paris out of the water. <laughs> she yeah. blows Kirk out of the water. Like Kirk did some shady shit, but I don't know if it ever came close to Michael Burnham. And she's way more <laughs> successful than him too. So yeah. <laughs> I mean she didn't get demoted like he did she got like promoted so <laughs> she started out the show as like an ensign didn't she no it was like no. a lieutenant no, wasn't it she was like just yeah. about to get her own ship <clears throat> yeah I mean we, we did we did get that flashback to her joining the ship and stuff but yeah yeah um yeah I can't remember what else anything else worth talking about um I think we got it all. Yeah. Where do you, um, where do you think this is all going? How do you think the well, season's going to end? One quick thing. I, I liked how the Federation president was just like focused on being neutral and just like getting everyone together was like her job. Yes. And then letting them make the decision. Because she didn't even vote, I don't think. I think. Yeah. Basically. I, who who has the authority to vote here? Because like Michael got a vote. Did Book vote? <laughs> Is Book registered? <laughs> I mean, he's the only person from Quay John left alive, so I feel like he probably should get a vote. Um, yeah, I mean, he gets a whole planet's vote. Yeah, who voted for? Um, uh, damn it, whatever Saru's planet is. I didn't see anyone Kaminar. there. Yeah, Kaminar. Kaminar. Did anybody vote from there, or did they just not show up? Uh. I don't think they spent the time to show every single representative. So, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> maybe okay. didn't have the makeup budget for it. <laughs> Back to the wrap up stuff you were saying, Eric. <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, where do you think we go from here? I mean, we've got a little bit of a break, and then we're coming back in February. How do you think the season's going to wrap up, or do you think the series is going to wrap up? I don't think it'll be a series finale. It could be because, damn, I hope not. I don't know. I feel like it can't be a series finale because um, I have seen um, Doug Jones posting about like working out for to be Saru still. Um, oh, that's so, cool. That's good news. Yeah, but there. Yeah, I guess there's nothing official on a season five. So maybe we'll get a movie. Yeah, maybe Saru will get his own show. Um, I don't know, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like we're somehow not going to see this other universe. Like, they're going to sidestep that. Um, we're all going to be really <sighs> disappointed. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there, it, there's going to be at least, like, the next three episodes, they're going to be trying to catch uh, Book and uh, Tarka. And yeah. even though I feel I, I thought they were going to, like, instantly do, do the stuff, but I guess they have to, like, find or make the weapon still i think that was yeah. in, that was talked Ooh. about at the end um yeah so we could still have a few episodes before yeah, shit goes i don't down. know how hard that is since it's illegal i don't know like how hard it is to find <laughs> it's only illegal maybe in they're gonna go to the klingons but... maybe we're finally gonna see future klingons maybe there really hasn't even been a reference to them they're the avoiding the klingons hard <laughs> yeah like it's kind of <laughs> suspicious what do you think, MC? Where do you think this is all going? Uh, I'm hoping 
that it only takes a couple of episodes for them to get like the bomb and stuff or for them to be captured again sure uh and they're playing foiled and then they go to the other place to talk with these aliens mm, yeah. but it'd be really good if they could try and convince book and tucker to hold off their plans until things went south with the other galaxy sort of thing that makes sense yeah if that would be good but i don't think you're going to convince tarka because he has no interest in the other stuff he just wants the energy source yeah i mean that that's exactly what how they could sell it to him like hey if you give us a chance maybe we can get one of these power sources for you yeah all right so here's what i think is going to happen tyler can you take your headphones off for like just a I second? Guess. Okay, okay, real quick. I think we're going to see something like we saw in Star Trek Generations where uh, Zorin is trying to get back to the Nexus. I think Tarka yeah. is Zorin. Not exactly like that, but like I think Tarka is a Zorin type character, you know. I think like he's just okay. going to he's just he's going to get ruthless when, you know, they get in the way hmm. he's willing to like okay. sacrifice anyone and anything to get back yeah so that's where i think it's gonna go yeah there you go hello hey hey you didn't miss anything <laughs> don't worry about it okay <laughs> He just thinks that Tark is going to be ruthless if he doesn't get his way. Essentially, yeah. Okay. I thought, yeah. I thought you were going to say that Tarka is the uh, person in that Enterprise episode that's like all blurry. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if that ended up being the twist, I'd be so happy. Uh. <laughs> I'm telling it. That's why Discovery needs to go on for a few more seasons. We need some closure on that mystery. um so yeah uh do you guys think that book is going to leave the show or do you think he's gonna like just they're gonna like sweep it under the rug i don't know how does book come (laughs) back from this uh i think he could still come back from this i i really don't want to see him written out of the show yeah i Uh, really liked him he, he might go on the run yeah he might disappear for a season come back yeah maybe grudge will be like the new number one (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah maybe we'll finally get that grudge episode and she has to like break uh book out of prison god i hope so that'd be amazing (laughs) uh in the discord chat douglas says kovach sorry Kovach. <laughs> My bad. Kovac. Kovac. <laughs> That's his name from now on. Uh, Kovac has resting evil face. Oh yeah, that was that was in, a, in response to me saying that like no matter what he does, I just he's I just think he's gonna be evil. He just has that look about him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So good, bad, or meh. Editor's note. Here is what the top user review on IMDb has to say about, but to connect. Title, one of the best episodes of the season. Review, 
This is some really good old-fashioned Star Trek. Building tension regarding the main plot with Species 10C and also creating some nice character-based subplot with Michael and Book on two different sides. For the first time in a while I actually can't wait for the next episode. Score, 0 out of 10. Just kidding 9 out of 10. Now back to the show. Sorry, I was trying to look something up. I thought it was a good episode. Um, Yeah, I'm disappointed to see, like, Book going through some shit, but, like... Yeah. Also, I think all of it, like, makes sense, and I'm curious to see what happens. Um, I I thought it was, if we're taking a mid-season break, I thought it was a good place to stop. Yeah, definitely. Because it lets you, like, do a lot of pondering. Mm Mm-hmm. Anybody else? <laughs> it was a good. Uh, I thought they were a good couple episodes. Really, a yeah. uh, lot of character development. Um, uh, we're getting to see more of the crew and what they're about, yeah. and it, it's good to see and actually remember people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I really like this season so far. Uh, I thought episode six was the best one yet. Um. But yeah, episode seven certainly wasn't bad. Yep. I, I'm curious to see what happens to Zora. What's her uniform look like? <laughs> How many pips does she get? Uh, does she get a real cool badge that's real big? And like, how's that work? Does it have like an echo? Like she like uses the comm badge and like echoes within her and everyone's like, oh my God, this is painful. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious to see. I really hope that... Um, other ships get spore drives and that becomes like a more normal thing because it was cool seeing books ship do it yeah yeah Yeah. and now they have like the small mobile one that i hope i I really hope like aurelio doesn't like he's like the only other person that knows and then he just dies or something like the only weird thing about it is it seems like the discovery was supposed to be designed specifically for the spore jumps whereas books uh, programmable matter (laughs) yeah good point (laughs) <laughs> i guess book's ship is a transformer anyways so maybe it makes mm-hmm. sense for that but like yeah but you're talking about how like the the saucer section disc spins, spins yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's weird yeah but I mean, maybe that's just for looks <laughs> yeah it could be <laughs> yeah do you think stamets like had the note on that like because he, he helped develop it right he helped develop the technology uh, so yeah do you think the I forgot the name of it, but the the ship that exploded that also had the spore drive? Do you think oh, the like their flaw? Yeah. Do you think the Glen exploded because its saucer didn't spin? Could be. <laughs> I mean, they were doing some weird experiments on that ship, weren't they? I something went wrong. Don't remember. Oh, I remember. I remember. Uh they. Hmm. How do I explain it? So the tardigrade. Yeah, there was something to do with the tardigrade they were really worried about jumping at the time because they didn't have as much control over it because they didn't have a navigator yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they on that ship, they captured the tardigrade and were experimenting on it, and I think the tardigrade got pissed and did something. Yeah, uh, there's no way to know. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so... 
we I, I looked it up and Discovery comes back February 11th. So okay. yeah, just in time for Valentine's Day. Nice. Um, cool. So, <laughs> so maybe Buck and Michael will get back together. In a flashback. So I think they're they're <laughs> never getting back together. Really? We never or never, never, never getting back together. Taylor Swift. Um <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. so yeah we i'm gonna tr- we're gonna try to release episodes weekly uh of our classic trek episodes until uh we come back with more discovery um we're gonna try to do that we're gonna keep those on thursdays for now okay and yeah um I, i'm i'm hopeful but not certain that i can get caretaker part two out this week we'll see <laughs> but yeah I'm looking forward to it, honestly. <laughs> it's been yeah, so I, long since we recorded that one. I intended that to be out last week, but yeah, holidays and stuff. It happens, dude. I'm not blaming uh, you. But I've been yeah, completely it, off schedule with uh, Podcasters Assemble like the past uh, few months, so it happens. Yep, and Epic Fails. <laughs> and Epic Fails is just on hiatus for a couple more months. <laughs> um, But yeah, Prodigy's coming back back this week i think um so i'll probably try and catch up with that i think it's gonna end around the same time that discovery comes back and the picard's supposed to come out in february i don't know when so that's interesting maybe it'll be like the last day of february so there could only be like two three episodes left in the season after um after prodigy wraps up you should do a solo episode on that what your thoughts are on season one overall and then I'll decide whether or not I want to watch more of it. <laughs> <laughs> I figured we would try to do what we do with Lower Decks, but we'll see. Okay. I don't know. I, I'll let you know if it's... I I heard it's episode three or four. It's really good. Okay. Uh, it has to be four because I've seen episode three because yeah. there was the two-parter and then I saw the next episode and then I just haven't gone back. Nothing against it. I just... There's a lot of TV. There's so much um, freaking TV. Dude, Yeah, I'm I still haven't up seen on... Hawkeye, man. Hawkeye is so good. <laughs> catching up on Cobra Kai right now. Uh, the, the Will of Time is out. Yeah, I, I still need to check that it. out. Normal, under normal circumstances, I would have watched it all by now, but there's yeah, been just so much... Somewhere in here, I tried to read a book. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. I feel the way that you feel about Wheel of Time uh-huh. uh, about uh, some of the stuff you've mentioned because I've actually gone and watched uh, Wheel of Time and uh, The Witcher. Oh, yeah. So I got to watch that uh, one too. Season two. Um, uh, I, I just caught up on like a bunch of stuff. Uh, I watched all of Orville. Oh, Orville. Yeah. I still haven't seen that show yeah. at all. I've seen like one episode. Yeah, I think we're going to do it on the Patreon that totally exists soon. Yeah. Yeah. I also got to watch The Expanse. Maybe that'll be a good good excuse to finally watch it. Uh, I, I finished Naruto somehow and all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. It's good okay, times. where are we beaming to? Do you guys want to you want to go to Kronos and see if they have any illegal weapons and or drugs or and or Nintendo <laughs> sex lives? <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> uh i think it probably chronos isn't the best planet for that maybe uh what's the what's the, the emerald chain cap- no the one with the that the the, the, the tark is from oh riza riza i mean they're not i mean it's pretty regulated i mean there. they probably don't have weapons there but they probably yeah. got like 
Nintendo's got a base there. Um, <laughs> they definitely have a presence. Um, I don't know. We'll just go to Kronos. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Walmart has illegal weapons, probably. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyways, let's just beam uh, them to Walmart. <laughs> yeah, we'll beam to Walmart. Okay. Three to beam. Three they to don't beam care out. about regulations. No. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> He was very delayed. Uh, 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 did you buy your teleporter at right Walmart? then? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm hoping uh, Tyler will just put in like a whole bunch of like crashing noises right there, and then just have me teleport out after something like explodes. <laughs> Hello, my name's Bill. Uh, I'm uh, you know. I'm here in the UK doing UK things, not being eaten by giant people. And I'm Tyler in the US, also not being eaten by giant people. And we host The Coordinate, an Attack on Titan podcast, where we are... Hold on a second, Tyler. Hold on. There's some weird noises going on outside the door. Let let me just go check it out quickly. Ah! 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 It's Twitter, Troy Titan. Ah, ah, my leg. Ah, he's eating my leg. Ah, Bill. No. Mm. Oh, oh, it's gone. He's eating my bloody leg, Tyler. Troy's eating my leg. Oh. Uh, I- anyways, uh, we're a monthly podcast where we read ah. an arc of the manga oh. a month, try to get Bill caught up. Uh, Bill, you want to tell them where they can find us? Uh, what? What? You what? What, what, what do you want? Where can people listen to the podcast? <laughs> I don't. Uh, oh, I don't have a clue. Oh, he's going to eat me! He's going to eat me! Oh. Oh. Why are there so many cats in here? Oh, God, I hope you uh, get, can I get a new co-host? This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. <laughs>